The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Hello and welcome to the latest live episode of Wrestling with Jonners. And uh, I'm joined by an awesome guest this evening. Uh, they can see on the right hand side of my screen Nathan Angel, one of the standout trainees from Joel Redmond's All Star Wrestling Sales Training School, and uh, one of the most uh, exciting young talents to be coming out of the southwest of the UK. So, Nathan, great to see you. Great to have you on the show. How are you doing? Yeah, very good. Uh, thank you for having me, Jonas. I'm a big fan of the show. I've really enjoyed quite a lot of your episodes. So, oh, thank you so much. And I, I, I love shining a light on new and exciting young up and coming talent. And uh, by the end of this episode, if you're not sure about who Nathan Angel is and what he's all about and what he has to offer and what his future looks like, you sure will do by the end of this one. Um, like I say, uh, no exaggeration that he's one of Joel's uh, top trainees at the moment at All Star Wrestling South and one of the, the brightest uh, uh, young up and coming uh, talents coming out of the Southwest. Uh, but uh, if you're watching live at home uh, via Facebook Live, Twitch, YouTube, and you want to get in touch with the show, you can do. If you want to send any questions through for Nathan Angel, please do so. Just do so. Using your chosen device, they'll ping through to us and we'll do our very best during the course of this live interview over the next hour, hour and 15, however long we go to bring up each and every question uh, during the course of this interview. But uh, just a quick reminder about some of my recent guests and uh, kind of a bit of a, uh, a selling point to try and get people to go over to my YouTube and uh, hit that subscribe button. Uh, but recently, um, in the month of July, first first guest in July, we had Connor Mills on the show, and he's since become the undisputed uh, British cruiserweight champion of Rev Pro. Um, and what a fantastic interview that was with Connor Mills. And then, of course, somebody that might crop up once or twice during this interview, British wrestling legend James Mason. Spoke to James about his 30-plus year career on the British scene. Fantastic exclusive interview that you won't find anywhere else. Go and check that one out on our YouTube channel. Uh, more recently, of course, uh, Sam Bailey, uh, the coach up in Future Shock, the current NGW champion, two times, by the way. I'm sure he'll have me remind you of that. Uh, but a really fun conversation with Sam Bailey. Please go and check that one out. And, of course, more recently, uh, the man, Joel Redmond, came onto the show for the second time in the last couple of years, this time to hype up ASW South's debut show taking place on the 29th of July, uh, this coming Saturday, um, and a, a stacked lineup. And we'll be talking about that show in particular very, very soon. Of course, a couple of weeks ago, I had a, an exclusive interview with Lee Bamber, former World of Sports uh, ring announcer, an occasional referee, and... Uh, 38 years, I think he's been in the business. Uh, he's still doing his thing, still performing um, as a ring announcer up and down the country. Um, and it's a wonderful interview with Lee Bamber. That is actually already out and available on my Patreon. So please go and check that one out. The link will be in the description to this. And it goes out uh, worldwide across YouTube and all audio platforms um, this coming Friday. However, I do have a, a bit of an exclusive because uh, I did announce my August lineup not too long ago. You can see uh, Flynn Burden there, uh, Tony Sin, Lee Bamber, of course, KM Lane and Francesca, who will all be guests on the Wrestling With Jollers podcast during the course of August. But I do have um, a sixth guest to announce. Now, it's only confirmed 
uh, today, uh, but it's quite a big guest. And uh, the, the month of August, taking the first week, week and a half off to celebrate my birthday. Uh, but on Wednesday, the 16th, I've got the, the brand new Rev Pro British Undisputed Champion, Michael Oku, coming onto the show. That's Wednesday the 16th, ahead of Rev Pro's big show at the Copper Box, where Michael defends his undisputed British Heavyweight Championship against Trent Seven. And uh, Michael Oku is going to be coming to talk about that match, talk about his career, talk about uh, that match against Will Ospreay from 2021. Um, all the highs, all the lows. And of course, we had Connor Mills on the show not too long ago. Um, I'm sure he'll be able to tell you his version of that epic storyline that the two of them have been telling over the last two or three years. Uh, but uh, Nathan, some pretty solid guests to look forward to. But of course, we have you today. So uh, first of all, straight off the bat, Nathan, um, let's talk about this. We are mere days away uh, yeah. from yourself versus Bullet, um, arguably one of, if not the very best heavyweight wrestler in the whole of the UK, in the whole of Europe. Um, and there's uh, not much denying that, to be honest with you. Um, I've got to know Bullet very well over the last year or two, seen him many times at Progress and up and down the country. Of course, he's, he's one of your coaches at All-Star Wrestling South. Yes. Uh, but you get the chance to take on the big guy one-on-one -on -one in All-Star Wrestling South's first ever show from the studio theatre in Salisbury, Saturday the 29th. I've got to know, we're how many days are we out? Five, six days away? Uh, where's right. your head at? And uh, kind of how are you feeling just five days away from that big match? Uh, well, there's no denying this is the big one. Um, but literally, like, so many reasons. Like, it's probably was well, the first time I've ever really main evented a show. It's the first ASW South. Um, school show and I, I know you said Bullet was one of the best heavyweights but I think I don't know what the definition is but I'm sure he's a super heavyweight because the man is he's a beast he's a machine yeah. and yeah. Um, I heard uh, I think it was like Chris Bumstead say once that uh, pressure is a privilege and uh, that's what it's all about this Saturday because for me yeah this is a big one this is one with the eyes this is the, the biggest test and we've got to pull something out the bag and would you say your biggest match of your young career so far Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because, uh, yeah. yeah. I know and, uh, I've been able to step in the ring with, like, Joel and, like, some phenomenal wrestlers and um, James and Yeston Reese and stuff. But I don't think anyone's going to be bringing the pain and trying to punish me and get the job done like Bullet is. I don't think there's going to be anything held back. So I've got I've to really rise to the challenge. Absolutely. We talk more about kind of what sort of a physical and a mental battle it's going to be against Bullet in five days time. But uh, you, you, you touched on it slightly there. It's also going to main event the show, Nathan. Now, uh, I'm not sure whether it will be your first ever main event, but does that add extra pressure on your young shoulders going into such a big match as it is against such a, um, an experienced and established opponent as Bullet, knowing that you're now main event? Does that weigh on you a little bit? Yeah, uh, yeah, 100%. And also, like, uh, it's main eventing, but not just main eventing, because I think the the quality of wrestling on the rest of the card um, that Joel's, like, put together is just incredible. There's some, some really brilliant talent. Sorry about the phone. That's right. Hopefully somebody will get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure <laughs> so, like Nathan, that. Nathan, you're, you're, you're on TV. You're, you're, yeah, on, no, you're that's, wrestling with John. Like, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, I told him to get rid of the phones. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, yeah, so a phenomenal card. So it's a real privilege to be in that spot. But I've got to, again, I've got to rise to it. Absolutely. I'm thinking about Bullet. And 
I don't know if you've ever been up against anybody like Bullet before. He, his size, obviously, we spoke about his stature um, and his kind of uh, his presence on the UK scene. But his size, his, his bulk, his power, um, and the guy can move as well. Have you faced anybody quite like him? And, and how do you kind of expect uh, the match to go? How do you expect to match up against somebody of the kind of awesome size and power of Bullet? Uh, I think. You know, I have been in the ring with some big dudes like Niwa's obviously a big dude. Um, Yeston Reese obviously a big dude. Uh, you know, it, and I've 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 seen Bullet in training. I've rolled around with Bullet in training. Like he obviously has been, he's one of the coaches and he's one of the guys that's helped train me. So yeah. I've got to exploit all that and just bring my speed and try and like use as much athleticism as I can and. Uh, Hopefully the Jody Fleisch seminar that we've just had at ASW South will help me with some tricks and I'm just going to give it all I've got, leave it all on the table and hope that Bullet comes in. Because I know he's coming in confident, but I'm going to hope that he comes in super confident. Yeah. And uh, if he slips up, I'm ready because I need this and I want this. And I mean, with, with Bullet, like I say, he, he's, he's been around the game for a while now and he's an experienced pro. But he's, he's an expert at mind games as well. Now, there will be a psychological uh, part to this match for yourself as well. Now, obviously, you'll be the underdog going into it. You'll be the crowd favourite as well. Um, but besides the, the physical presence that Bullet brings, he also brings that kind of mind games element, that, that psychological edge as well that you may not have seen from anybody else. So not only do you have to kind of be on your game uh, physically, but mentally you've got to kind of have your wits about you, Nathan. Yeah, it's almost, I was thinking about it the other day. It's quite cool. Like Bullet was basically the first wrestler that I spoke to when trying to get into the wrestling game. And uh, I don't know whether like, I think Joel sort of touched on it, but I um yeah, I went to see an all-star wrestling show because I hadn't been to that many indie, like independent wrestling shows. And I went to see all-star and straight away, Bullet, I think was the first person I noticed. And how can you not notice him, you know, and just, uh, wanted to get into wrestling, but I wasn't sure where to train and whatever. And I saw these guys and I thought, okay, these are the guys that are doing it properly. This guy is a machine. And um, I was training in the gym and there was another show on, I think, I can't remember who they're wrestling for, but um, basically I saw them through like the doors uh, when I was walking down to the gym and I waited until after the show and I just went up to the guys and was like, yeah, I really want to get into this. Um, do you, do you like know any schools I could start training at? And it was Bullet who I went up to and asked and he just said, yeah, you can come train with us. You can train at Joel's. And uh, so he was, yeah, he was the first man. And now after 10 months or 10 months of shows, like a year of training, uh, Bullet's, Bullet's in my way. And um it's pretty poetic, so let's hope a I can. Pretty full circle story. moment, I think they call that a full circle moment. But uh, you, you, you touched on it earlier, and the show is absolutely stacked. And of course, we'll bring up that graphic again. This yourself versus Bullet, one of the best heavyweights in all of Europe. And, and, and then, like I say, it's not just a, a, a training school show, is it? Because you've got the likes of Joel himself, Joel Redman, going up against British wrestling legend James Mason. And then you've got Niwa, another one of the coaches at All-Star Wrestling South, going up against Lee Hunters, the two experienced pros there going up against one another. Um, another featured match is another one of Joel's trainees. Um, but like yourself, you know, he's really making waves across across the southwest and further afield across the uk brandon lee versus charlie sterling 
Charlie Sterling, a real workhorse of the UK scene, one half of the Smoking Aces, but uh, uh, a real viable threat in his own right. Um, and we had the good news last week that the show sold out. So, uh, like I say, great news on that front and a really stacked card as well. Um, I know that you'll be gearing yourself up throughout the evening for the main event itself, so you probably won't get a chance to see many of the matches. Uh, but from a fan standpoint, that's a pretty loaded card, isn't it? Yeah, I think it'd be brilliant. I've got quite a lot of uh, family coming to watch, which is really exciting because, uh, um, yeah, it's just a privilege to have them come and watch the whole card. I think all the matches just be something I'd, I'd really like to show show my family what we do and I think it'll be a great show. Absolutely. And let's go through some of the comments that have come through already because we have had a few. Oh, yeah. um, oh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Um, so we've got to, uh, somebody you might know from the ASW South training camp, Will Rocket. Will Rocket oh, yeah. is watching us via YouTube. Hi, Will. Uh, great to have you watching. Uh, big ups, Nathan. Uh, pleasure training with him at ASW South and can't wait to see what he does in the future. And uh, I had the pleasure of seeing Will train at the open day that you had in April, I think it was. And uh, like I say, um, really fun talent there that's doing putting in the hard work and uh, getting some results. But uh, any any words you'd like to share with, with Will there? And obviously he's a big supporter of yours as well as being a bit of a colleague of yours also. I'm a big fan of Will. Um, he's obviously yeah not been training with ASW South too long, but his uh, his technical wrestling is coming on at an alarming rate, and um, he's really he's really got the desire. You can see it in his face, and he's when we you know it's intense. Even at the beginners, it's intense physically in in the intermediate class. And Will really does give it all he's got, and it's beautiful Absolutely. to see it's paying off. And he's a big man. And uh, watching us via YouTube, Doctor P. I don't know if you're familiar with Dr. P, but uh, get up the angel. There we go. Uh, so I've uh, got a few people watching this. Now, I've bumped into you and spoken to you and had a chance to work with you a few times over the year. Uh, well, this year in particular. Yeah. Spree at the Watson Hall, uh, where I think you were making your debut for Southwest Wrestling on that day um, against a certain... Uh, Reese Maker, I think he called himself, but the alpha male Reese Maker, uh, Yeston Reese. Now, you went on first um, and absolutely put on a banger between yourself and Yeston. I may have mentioned to you, but if I didn't, I'll tell you, it was easily one of the matches of the night. Uh, my first time kind of seeing you wrestle in the flesh and to see you, I think you're probably only maybe 40, 50 matches in, but um, I think even Yeston was kind of um, pleasantly surprised at how good you were in the ring so early on. But that was a fun match, wasn't it? And, uh, do you have fond memories of that match, uh, going back as far as uh, April in the Watson Hall? Yes, I really enjoyed it. It was a pleasure. It's a, um, it's a privilege to work for SWW. I think they're a brilliant promotion. And it was probably that point, like, yeah, one of the a sort of step up to a promotion with a bit more, bit more coverage and a bit... Yeah. Uh, you know, a really high quality card and you want to, you want to put your best foot forward and, you know, represent the school and hope that they have you back. So gave it my all. And I think Yeston is a phenomenal pro. So it was a privilege to uh, get in there with him. There we go. Uh, Yeston's pretty stacked and uh, he, he's got his kind of uh, history of, of, of the gym and bodybuilding and uh, yourself there. We'll talk about all of your uh, exploits in the, in the bodybuilding kind of field. But uh, did you share any words with Yeston about uh, uh, gym tips or uh, bodybuilding or anything like that? Because like I say, um, he, he's been there and done that as far as uh, that's concerned. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, see a guy like that, and obviously, it's, I think it's an important part of, of the wrestling business to try and get the best physique you can and bring the best package you can. So, obviously, uh, yeah, when you see Yeston, you go, dude, how do I get like you? <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I think the main thing is just keep going, you know, because it all it all takes time. And uh, I think Yeston just shows you just get better and better with age and just. Yeah, keep going. We'll get there. Thick and Absolutely. Out. And did you know after that match that the two of you were put on a two of you had put on a banger because the the crowd in the Watson Hall were, were loud all night, but they were particularly loud for yourself as the red hot babyface going up against the experienced uh, vet in Yeston. But he was a he was a dastardly heel that day, and uh, the crowd let him have it. But uh, I, I think you certainly got over with the fans that day put up a, a valiant effort against uh, Yeston and I think he would say um, that, that you surprised him that night but did you know coming out of that one that you'd put on a banger? Uh, to be fair I think um, just being around the guys at ASW South and Joel like the way we like look at it is obviously yeah I felt good I was happy I got some good good uh, obviously a good reaction from the fans I thought and some guys backstage said some nice things but you know straight away you go back and Joel and like the other guys who you've asked to watch your match to tell you, you know, you need to work on the strikes, you need to work on this, you know, timing here. Didn't quite get that. So we just, you focus on the stuff that wasn't so good and you just try and improve for the next one. There's always feedback, isn't there? There's always There's feedback. <laughs> Absolutely. And then the last time uh, we bumped into each other was the following month, May, and it was uh, in Exmouth at the Exmouth Pavilion. Um, and uh, you face that guy there, Jordan Sparks, um, and uh, a, a hell of a contest between the two of you. And let's say there's a lot of similarities between the two of you because you're both young, good looking, well built dudes. Um, but I mean, I suppose that was a, a, a different type of match and a different experience, and maybe different lessons learned compared to the one with Yeston. Um, but how did you enjoy that match? And did, were there any kind of takeaways from going up against somebody like Jordan? Uh, I think, yeah, I think Jordan's good to see what they're doing in America at the minute. And I think Jordan's very good and he's a really nice guy. Um, but it's just, yeah, so it's a really good experience. You know, it's great to learn from the like the veterans, like the guys who've been in the game for a long time. But sometimes it's, yeah, you learn a lot from two guys who are a bit newer to the business getting in the ring together because you have to think for yourself a bit more. You can't just um, get carried by a seasoned vet, you know, because you puts you to the test and it was a good test and uh yeah i hope hope me and jordan get back in there sometime in the future i'm sure we will absolutely and uh you you mentioned briefly about how you kind of first got introduced to to joel and it was bully it was the first uh professional wrestler that uh that you introduced yourself to and it's fortuitous that 12 wow. months later you're, you're facing him um in the main event of asw south's first show this coming saturday um but uh, i mean were you there you mentioned to jim were you there watching a wrestling show or, or working out kind of how did you know that Joel and Bullet were there in order to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit more about that story. Yeah, so I'd seen them. I'd went, actually, you know, as a fan, went to an all-star show where I saw the guys. So I knew they were really good. I watched I watched the show and I thought, all right, these are the these are the guys that are doing wrestling. What I, you know, think of as wrestling with the big characters and the awesome looks and the physiques and the proper storytelling and the action. And, you know, that's what I wanted to do. And uh, so I saw the guys 
and um I went and like got all their signatures and everything but I didn't think I'd like pester them I was like I'd definitely come back find out where they're training and try get in and then um yeah I just happened to be going to the gym at the, like Junction Sports Centre and I saw them again through the door so I thought now's my chance and just uh after they'd finished the show I went in and and um I recognized the guys obviously hard to forget guys and uh yeah, yeah I just said where do you recommend training? And they say, come train with us. And I think it's been, um, I'm just so grateful to have found the ASW South School because, I mean, I don't know, don't know every school, but I find it hard to hard to believe there are many better schools in the country or even Europe because it's, it's just it's just incredible. I've, you know, from, from day one, I was able to train with Bullet and Niwa and Joel and like, you just literally just roll around with those guys on a weekly basis from knowing nothing. And I must've been, I look back on it like, yeah, it must've been a bit annoying, but it was just phenomenal. You just pick up so much and they're, they're all such great guys and it's yeah. a true privilege to wear the shirt or the jacket. Absolutely. And uh, I suppose when you started with All-Star Wrestling South, that would have been up in the uh, uh, the, the My Gym kind of attic or, or loft space that they used. And, and it was just the mats back then, wasn't it? They didn't have the ring like they do with the new unit. So I suppose then you were learning maybe more of the fundamentals and some of the groundwork and some of the grappling. Uh, how did you find that? Did, did you go there expecting there to be a ring or, or was it a bit of a surprise? And uh, kind of how did you enjoy the training in them early days? Yeah, no, I uh, obviously when, you know, it's pro wrestling, I kind of thought it'd be a ring, but I'm actually, I'm actually really glad there wasn't because um, obviously when you're a young uh, pro wrestler, you just want to learn the moves sometimes. And I think it was, I think it was really cool to have to just do technical wrestling and get the fundamentals nailed because yeah, we didn't have a choice. It was just, you know, two hours you're in there and it's cardio and it was really hot most of the time in that room. It was cardio. And it was technical wrestling and mat-based wrestling. And uh, yeah, it was brilliant. I think it was really useful. Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, um, earlier this year, I think it was about March, Joel opened the new unit. I uh, got a chance to go down there in the April. But but it's it's a world away from where you were before with just having the mats. Um, and of course, like I say, whether you've got mats or a ring or whatever, to have Joel Redman and Bullet and Niwa and, and the great guests that they would have, um, you know, is he, always fantastic. But then I'm going to bring up some pictures here. The new unit in Salisbury is absolutely fantastic. You've got a, a ring there. You've got a punch bag. You've got all the mats. Uh, you've got the music playing, the, the lights, yeah. the atmosphere. It's absolutely fantastic. And uh, I, I suppose I can only assume, Nathan, that since you started training there with the newer facilities, um, that it's, it's probably taking your game to that next level that you needed? Yeah, it's a total game changer, 100%. Um, to be in the ring with, you know, get all that ring time with Joel. And there's so many sessions now, and I've been uh, going all in on that. It's a, I think it's a phenomenal price for what it is. Um, if you look on the website, yes, £80 a month for basically unlimited sessions. Um so we go down on, yes, yeah, beginners, uh, well, beginners on Wednesday now. So intermediate on Tuesday, beginners on Wednesday, advanced on Thursday, and then uh, another like mixed ability on Saturday morning. And uh, I've just been, you know, I've got the opportunity. I've got the time. Um, my dad's happy for me to get away from the farm and do it. And I'm, yeah, just, I've been literally at all the sessions and it's uh, it's been really, really good. 
That's brilliant. And do they do they use you as as maybe uh, um, maybe a little bit of a standing coach, or do you help out with some of the the newer trainees there? Being as you've got a year under your belt, do do, do they kind of say right, you know, kind of help this person or help these people? Uh, do, do they use you a bit more nowadays? Yeah, in beginners, um, particularly like me and um, Niwa's usually there, and sometimes some of the other guys and Kamikaze from Canada is staying with me. Uh, he's coming down to all of them. So, yeah, if there's anything we can help with, um, yeah, we do, yeah, which is absolutely. Pretty, pretty good. And just we just roll around with the, with the real beginners a lot and in the intermediate class and I, just rolling around, getting them just wrestling. It's yeah. really, really useful, speeding up the learning process. Absolutely. And uh, just going to bring up this picture again, because this was a really fun day. The open day we had at the end of uh, April, there was 30 plus people there from all over the South and the Southwest. I was there filming the day, tried not to get in the way. I may well have, though, but uh, put up a really good video for Joel and uh, I had a really good interview with him afterwards. But if you look at the talent from the South and the Southwest, um, it's absolutely stacked. And of course, regular trainees, of course, we know about Ripper Reed, who's over in Japan at the moment, playing his trade and learning uh, over there with Tajiri and the guys. He's back in October. Obviously, yourself, uh, Brandon Lee, um, I think Ollie Blake trains there yeah. regularly, yeah. Um, and uh, Josh Folds, um, and one or two others. But uh, they really do seem to be kind of bringing along this really exciting crop of young talents from the Southwest. Um, so is there a bit element of competition in the, in the training school? Uh, do you kind of, I know it's a very supportive atmosphere, certainly from what I remember, um, but is there an element of competition uh, amongst some of the trainees there? Yes. I think, I think in like the, in the best way there's competition, yeah. particularly on the advanced classes. On Desi. To be fair, there's some competition behind me right now. Oh, who we got? Who we got? Pretty scary guys. John, oh, hi, you are. Nice to see you, right. buddy. Former guest on the show. Yeah. Um, and of course, we were talking about the um, All Star Wrestling South show that's going to be taking place this coming Saturday. Um, nice. and you've got you've got a pretty uh, intense. But how are you feeling about your match? Because you're going to be taking on this guy here, aren't you, Lee Hunter? Yeah, that's it. You looking forward to that, Niwa? Really looking forward to it. Yeah, I've wrestled him once before, just on a smaller show, so nothing like nothing big. It wasn't even filmed or anything, so there's no footage of it. So it's pretty much the first time wrestling Lee properly, you know? Yeah. So and I was going to say, I've got Nathan Angel on the show today. Um, obviously, you're one of his coaches. Uh, how do you feel he's getting on? Really good. Phenomenal. Yeah. First year. I mean, you can't really have a, good, a better first year than that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. one, one, one question I was going to I ask, remember, Nathan. I remember meeting him, though. The first time I got that first training I went to, I met him. Was it the first yeah. one I went to? Uh, we, I think we started at the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, same. I think maybe it was the same day we Probably came. When I came back over here, the first training I went to at Joel's, he was there. Wow, yeah, it's crazy to see where he is from from there to now. It's insane. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know the two of you have worked as well, haven't you? You you faced each oh, other. Yeah, You've been yeah, in the room yeah. together. Um, yeah. how, how how what was your experience of wrestling Nathan in the ring and uh, kind of uh, did he surprise oh, well, you at all? Rotten. No. Um, <laughs> no, he's really really good. Just because. Especially in the, when, when it's like the first year, you can sort of notice a difference match to match, you know, because he gets better every time. So that's pretty cool to notice that from the first time I wrestled him to last time, which was a couple of weeks ago or whatever it was. But but yeah, you can notice a lot. There's also that's someone else here as well, another guy. I don't, I don't know if you met him, but... You need to meet this dude. This, yeah. is a, this is a one of a kind. 
and Dimension X. Ah, Kamikaze, how are oh, you, my good. friend? You okay? You're not nice good, to see good. you. You are now live on the Wrestling with Jonas podcast oh, uh, to the, to a world's audience. Nice. Uh, but uh, well, how well, are get you? Close. Get the eyes. Three, three, three for one. Get the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Kamikaze, let me ask you: How's your experience of the UK, and how's your experience of uh, All Star Wrestling South? How how are, how are the UK uh, guys treating you? Oh, this is. Uh, I'm very thankful. Uh, the people have put me in the right direction with the right people. The great trainers. The talent is awesome. It's everything that I wanted coming over here. Uh, just new experiences, new talent, new training principles. Uh, it's it's been fantastic. I'm very thankful. It's it's the place to be. All Star South, ASW South is the training's unbelievable. Absolutely. And you're also going to be in action at their debut show this coming Saturday. Um, I'll be there, so I'll be able to catch up with you. But uh, tell us a bit about your opponent. Uh, what do you know about him and what sort of match can we expect on Saturday from yourself and your opponent? Well, I mean, I'm going to be representing the great country of Canada, where I originally reside from. And I'm just going to show everyone that Canada might have a couple more notches above the United Kingdom. I have no choice but to show all the people that. I know <laughs> you don't like to hear that. It's fighting to the truth hurts sometimes. Sleeping outside tonight. No. It's quite harsh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. But so, yeah. gentlemen, Niwa and Kamikaze, thank you very much for yeah, providing no worries, a little cameo on uh, Nathan Angel's uh, interview. But right. uh, see you see both you on like. Saturday, my friends. Yeah. Thank you very much. Right. Take care. There we go. That was awesome. Yeah, cool dude. That was awesome. I've I've had some uh, some cameos before, but that, that I've never had uh, Niwa and uh, Kamikaze. That, that's pretty awesome. But uh, let me jump back to a question that was sent through to us before we went live, uh, Nathan, and uh, it's from a friend of the show, Darren Ewan, and oh. he asks, uh, "What is it like having Joel Redman as a mentor?" So, well, you know, we spoke a bit about Joel already as a, as a coach, but I mean, Joel arguably is is not just one of the best coaches in the UK, but uh, further afield, you could say but not only that arguably one of the best wrestlers in the world you know he's performed all over the world all japan wwe um and everywhere in between but to have him as a mentor that's pretty special isn't it and that's not something that many trainees can actually say it's incredible um it's yeah he's no he's a very special man and uh, i think we're very lucky we're really lucky that um he's not on tv and because, uh, you know, in another life, I know whatever went on, little injuries or whatever, but we've managed to uh, land in a position where we've got Joel Redman available as a trainer, you know, one of the best wrestlers in the world. And uh, he really is a, a superhero in the ring and outside the ring. And yeah. um, he sets the bar. You really do. You have a match. You think you've done really well. You gas yourself up and then you watch the main event, which is usually Joel and against whoever it may be and you realize you know nothing and he uh he is just insane he's awesome truly absolutely yeah he, he really is like i say you're a wonderful coach incredible professional wrestler but really good guy as well let me bring up something now i i, I you may correct me here but i think this was your first ever tweet and i'm going to bring it not tweet uh, instagram post uh, and i'm going to bring this up and uh, for a reason uh growing up i always wanted a training partner for the gym uh, a friend to make music with a mate to make youtube videos with uh but hiding behind other people didn't seem to get me anywhere seems like if you want something you have to be brave enough to go out and to get it yourself so that that's quite a motivational and an inspiring kind of uh 
a sentence or two from yourself there. Um, but um, where was your mindset then? Set then, and I think you probably just started your wrestling training um, at about that time. Yeah, I think it was like literally like day of or after or something like my first session. Um, yeah, and I'm pleased pleased with that because like all that like motivational Instagram posts suck unless you back it up. And I think mm, good point. I think it's been really cool because it is just so true. Like it is quite scary going along to your first wrestling session. And um, yeah, I left school uh, well, a couple of years ago now and uh, just was figuring out what I wanted to do. And I just started making moves and I found the guys and I haven't looked back and it's, it's been brilliant. It's been way better. Absolutely. Now, when did you officially start your training? Was it was it before you were 19? Were you about 18, 19 years old when you started? Yeah, around then. It was, it was like uh, June, July. Right. Late so June, early July. Probably around 19, late 18, early 19. Now, I mean, the question I've got for you is obviously, and we will touch on this in greater detail, but before your wrestling training, you obviously hit the, hard, hit the gym hard, hit the weights hard. Uh, got your your body into incredible physical condition to the point where you did some some right. bodybuilding. Definitely. But do, do you do you kind of look back on that and think, well, if only I'd started my wrestling career, my wrestling journey a year or two earlier? Do you do you feel like you you had the opportunity, or if the, the opportunity was present to you, you you probably would have started wrestling sooner? Uh, no, to be honest, I'm I'm quite happy with how I've landed. Like, I don't think I could be in a more fortunate position. Like, I mean. Uh, whilst I may not have been doing wrestling training, um, obviously I was watching wrestling and also, yeah, just working my physique and different like parts of myself. And I feel like coming into wrestling already with decent fitness and a decent look and whatever, you just move so much more quickly. So I think, I think it's a good time. And also, you know, um, I managed to do it at a time where ASW South is a thing and they've just got the unit. And all this, so I think I think it's a great time. It's, I'm happy with happy with uh, the timing of everything. I think the stars have aligned. I just got to make the most of it. Absolutely. Now I'm just going to bring up a few more comments and a few more questions. Now we've had a lot of people get in touch with us via Facebook Live. Uh, now I'm going to ask one favour of anybody watching Facebook Live: go to streamyard.com forward slash Facebook. That's streamyard.com forward slash Facebook. That way, when I bring up the comment, we'll be able to see your name and your icon picture. So I'm kind of flitting backwards from my comments to Facebook here. But uh, I think this is another trainee at All Star Wrestling South, uh, Megan Harlan. All right. And uh, Megan said, uh, hey, Nathan Angel is one awesome guy to be training with him. So uh, thank you, Megan. I think I met Megan at the open day as well. Um, and uh, we've had so many people get in touch, including a certain Ollie Blake uh, getting in touch. Thank you, Ollie. Former guest on the show. We love Ollie Blake on this. Really, really nice guy. Nice Top nice. professional wrestler. Um, yes. How do you take care of your luscious hair. So um, I, I was going to put down a cheeky question about your incredible hair, uh, only because I'm incredibly jealous because I don't have any. Uh, but Ollie says, how do you take care of your luscious hair? How much conditioner do you go through in a month? That's what I want to know. Quite a lot. And I've been, I've been mucking around like trying different conditioners because like, <laughs> I like, I like the blonde, but man, it, it dries your hair out so much. So <laughs> bad. Literally it was awful. So I've just been trying different conditioners. And uh, yeah, it's getting better and better. Just some hair oils in the mix now. So the hair game is uh, the hair game's improving as much as the wrestling. 
So they're the two main things to focusing on. Oh, thank you, Ollie, for watching. Thank you for your answer there, Nathan. And uh, I Ollie's think somebody. Ollie, so um, somebody's trying to cause a little bit of a, a problem here because Dr. P's been in touch again and saying, how long do you think Jonas would last in the ring with Bullet? Well, I, I think me and Bullet do have a little bit of a feud going behind the scenes, to be honest with you. We did have a promo battle at the open day. And I think, to be honest with you, I, I'm sure Nathan will agree, I won that promo battle. But I think I'm a little bit faster than Bullet, to be honest with you. I don't Listen, know. Jonas, I think... I think... The British wrestling scene has obviously got some great talent, but I think you're being overlooked. I don't think anybody's prepared for how deadly Jonas is going to be in the That's ring. I mean. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, definitely chemistry there. You and Bullet have got. That's look at the guns. You and Bullet have got a. Uh, there's a serious <laughs> problem, and I think there's only one way to settle it. And I personally would definitely buy a ticket. Yeah, well, Joel, if you watch in for your second show. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm training hard. I've got Nathan in my corner, so that that could be a good one. I'm only joking. He will absolutely batter me. Can you imagine? I mean, scary for the kids. You just eat them. <laughs> you're, but you're you're um when you first started training in June or July of last year, through till your first match in September. So in the space of like two months, you go and have your first match. Now, to be honest with you, Nathan, that's pretty much unheard of um or, or i don't know many people that have had their first match within their first two or th two or three months like you did that's pretty phenomenal uh progress and development right there obviously you said you, you had the physique and the the fitness going into your wrestling training but was you surprised that you got your debut match so soon uh to be fair that is one of the things i was surprised about because uh obviously you listen to how other people's talk to other people and I remember just going like being in the car because I had the luxury of traveling with um Brandon the great Brandon Lee who I'm sure we'll talk about again you will um, indeed the sensational Scott Jones and Ollie Blake who's just talking about hair um and yeah I remember being in the car with those guys and going damn like I'm really enjoying refereeing because I was refereeing at the time I'm really enjoying refereeing all these things but I really hope I get a match this year and I think uh, yesterday it was my 81st match and it just shows wow. ASW South's not only the best school but it is the land of opportunity because it... Joel um, put me forward as a referee for one of James's camp shows and then I did that and I kept refereeing a couple shows and after a couple months James Mason the great James Mason um, yeah he, he basically said right Here's your shot. Gave me the date. And um, yeah, after that, I didn't referee again. <laughs> there we go. I think this is the show you're referring to there. Yeah, uh, superstars of wrestling. What a lineup. Um, like I say, I'm familiar with uh, a lot of those. But of course, you've got uh, James Mason there. Bullet, of course. Ollie Blake um, and uh, Brandon Lee Niwa, yourself over on the left-hand side there. Um, and uh, just remind me of your opponent again, because we can't quite see his face very clearly there. Jonesy. Scott there. Joe. Scott Jones, and I think That's Scott Jones is going to be in action on Saturday as well. But mm -hmm. uh, um, and obviously, you made some some quick progress. We're going to talk more talk more about your kind of early uh, wrestling career a bit later on. But focusing on more recent times, Nathan, and uh, I think probably one of the highlights of this year, probably one of the highlights of your career so far, was actually getting to face your coach, your mentor, Joel Redman. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong, I think this was probably only last month for EWA, um, but uh, 
a hell of a, an encounter between the two of you. And uh, I'm, I'm assuming that's the first proper match that you've had with Joel. Um, yeah. how, how did it go? And, and what a thrill was it for yourself to be up against your, your mentor, your coach, Joel Redman? So that was, that was, I wrote on Instagram, that was the best day of my life. And I stand by that. So that was, um, yeah, that, that morning I'd uh, done a camp show for James Mason in uh, Seltzy where I got to wrestle James Mason for the first time, who's obviously, you know, one of the greatest wrestlers Europe's ever produced and a, a fantastic man and a true, um, I don't know, I guess say someone I really look up to and admire. Mm. I think everyone in the wrestling world, in, at least who knows, does. So I got to wrestle James Mason and then drive um, to EWA to wrestle Joe Redmond in one day. And that's that's things that... <laughs> That's on many, and most wow. of the guys you'll talk to, they'll be on their dream match list. And I, in, I don't know how many months it was, but well under a year of training, got to wrestle them both in one day. And not only that, but my family, um, a lot of them hadn't seen me wrestle before and they came to that EWA show and to see, yeah, to have my family there. And Joel, Joel knew my family was there and he made me look as, you know, as good, as good as I could be. And um, yeah, it's just a good man, isn't he? Absolutely, awesome. very kind of it. it was brilliant. Absolutely, and you said there was a best day of your life, a dream match for you, oh, getting yeah. to wrestle James in the morning and, and, and Joel in the afternoon. But I mean, sometimes you have to kind of pinch yourself for kind of how fortunate you've been and uh, how your kind of career has, has really taken off within its first year. Yeah, no, it's been it's been really crazy because uh, it would have been very easy to ask. Some other guys, like and I'm not saying there there are other fantastic schools, but mm. the opportunities that I'm getting handed to me are wild, and I'm just trying to trying to make the absolute most of it. Yeah, you do pinch yourself when you're in the ring and Joel's walking down, um, or James, yeah. and you, yeah, but you just when you're in there with a pro like that, it's just all learning, isn't it? And it's yeah. And, and when I had Joel on the show a couple of weeks ago, we, we were talking about yourself, of course, um, and uh, he told me. Uh, you know, quite quite honestly and frankly, that he believes you've you've not had a bad match, and he, he's waiting for you to have a bad match so that he can give you a proper cr critique. Uh, but when you have kind of words like that and feedback like that from somebody you know that you respect as much as Joel Redman, when he says that you he's waiting for you to have a bad match, what does that mean? Um, to be fair, yeah, like uh, he m maybe hasn't seen all my matches, but I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying, man, like I'm trying my best. So it's it's a lovely thing to hear, and uh, yeah, I will keep. I'm just going to live up to as much as I can. Absolutely. Tell us a bit about your wrestling fandom then, because um, uh, you've been training for a year. You were kind of hitting the gym hard uh, before that. But am I right to assume that you you you've enjoyed professional wrestling as a fan uh, much longer than that? Yeah, definitely. I don't know how old I was. I, it was around like, um, well, I guess like kind of like 10 years ago, I was probably 10 or something. It was around sort of 2012 when I started, or maybe a bit earlier, just after the Cena Rock WrestleMania 29. Yeah. Got into wrestling. So John Cena was the man when I started. Basically saw him on TV and I was like, I want to be like that. It's just real life superhero, isn't he? And uh, I'm still, yeah, he's my favorite of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, was there always a, a desire from yourself to maybe one day step through, step through the ropes and, and possibly become a professional wrestler yourself? Was there always that desire deep down? Yeah, no, straight away. I was, it was always the plan. Really? There's not been a, uh, you know, like my parents, like obviously wanted me to like finish school. So I did that. 
got through that wasn't that good really but um i managed to get through it and uh yeah then it was just figuring out the path because like i know i was mucking around on youtube and stuff before doing wrestling for a little bit after school but like part of it is just because i'm i'm always thinking like i really want to do this um and make it as far as i can and i know in nowadays like world there are quite a few different routes to the top and that you look at your competition with the wrestlers, okay, but there's also going to be people that have made it in this space. They've got an amazing following online or they've been a great athlete in here or they've, you know, been on this TV show or whatever and they're going to walk straight in front. So I'm just, like, trying to find the right tunnel. I'm in a good one right now, but, like, yeah, I'll find yeah. a way. 100%. And uh, let's talk a bit about bodybuilding and and and, and the gym and the weights. And when did you first start lifting and what kind of inspired you to want to start going to the gym, lifting weights and improving your physique? Well, what, tell us the motivation behind it. So, um, I, I mean, like, I don't, I find it hard to understand why someone isn't motivated to go to the gym and get a physique. Cause I, you know, you just read comic books, you see John Cena, you see the superheroes, they've all got the crazy physiques and you want to be like that. And, uh, everyone like says like kids shouldn't train and stuff but i was very fortunate again to have another mentor because uh my friend nick who looks exactly like dolph ziggler exactly <laughs> more than me by a lot the spitting image of dolph ziggler he um yeah i met him he was my my mates like sort of like it's going out with my mate's mum and basically he took us both to the gym um and he he just started training us at 12 years old wow so cool and he was just he and the way he talked is just so inspiring. He has this amazing physique, and he was just saying, we were in the back of the car, and he just said, he said, boys, the best thing you can do in life is get a physique, and I think it's true because the doors are just all open. Absolutely, I'm going to bring up some pictures here, and there's uh, there's many gym selfies on your Instagram, and there's one there, but looking particularly pumped there, particularly pumped. There's a bit bit of a hard session, and of course, uh, a more a recent photo of yourself in your wrestling gear there. Um, but uh, I mean, you kind of got to a stage where I mean, you started lifting weights at 12, um, and, and you got to a stage where you actually got your body into such a an awesome physical condition um, that you started doing bodybuilding. And, and am I am I right in thinking that you started competing as well? Yeah, yeah, I got the chance to step on stage. Uh, that was what I did. Like first thing I did after school, so I was like 18, um, and I just. Uh, yeah, something I always sort of wanted to do, but obviously lockdown like knocked a few of our physiques. So I was like, right, I want to get in the best shape I can. Best way to do that is just make a goal um, that you can't get out of. And yeah, so I signed up for the show and uh, did a crazy, it was a crazy experience just with the dieting and the discipline. It was just mad. And I was coached by my friend, Joe, who's an insane, insane young bodybuilder. And um yeah, I got shredded, really shredded. Uh, well, tell us what work I had to go into, you know, getting your body into that sort of condition. What sort of dedication, what sort of diet, what sort of regime were you following at the time? Uh, I was training like six days a week in the gym. Um, I know some people like nowadays, I think it's probably more like optimal to train a couple less days, try to train more intensely. But I was doing like six days a week. I was eating six meals a day. Wow. tracking every single calorie i didn't have a single cheat meal for like 12 weeks it was just dialed in 
it was really fun but it was just brutal i just um yeah yeah just no no flinching from the diet or anything at all it's just discipline but it was a great experience and uh got me ready for wrestling yeah and has your gym routine changed or your 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 weights routine changed now that you're a wrestler because I'm, I'm assuming that being a wrestler maybe you need to be bigger more bulky as opposed to the chiseled bodybuilding look have you changed your routine or your diet or, or the way you work out now that you're more into pro wrestling uh, a little bit i think obviously like um with the look it's just finding what works for you and you know finding what look you want to have um but what has been really awesome is uh, my gym, Salisbury, which you talked about before, mm. uh, where we used to train wrestling. Now um, we basically go there before training to go to the gym. So right. like three or four times a week, uh, a bunch of us wrestlers will get together and before the classes, um, we'll go down and train in, in my gym, Salisbury. And it's, it's the best gym I've ever been to. And it's, again, just shows how awesome the the school is because you know the guys you make friends and then you're pushing each other outside the ring as well so it'd be me Niwa Kamikaze and Brandon usually um sometimes Joel's around and we'll uh he'll come with us and then we'll yeah we'll all go down the gym push each other and train hard and compete and then um go get something to eat and train again in the yeah. rest of Absolutely. And uh, we've had, uh, let's have a quick look. Oh, uh, a certain uh, Brandon Langton. Um, Brandon Lee, I think that is. Uh, why do you cheat on set goes? Um, does, is that, can you add any context to that? I, I'm not sure what he's referring to. <laughs> so, um, you know, set goes. No. It's a thing we do like in training where you basically just lie on the floor um, and you get up so like set they're like go you know yeah um, there's like a there's like a special like wrestling way of getting up the right way um and basically i brandon lee always gets smashed by nathan angel which is a bit of a, bit of a theme of all these matches we've been having but um no i'm kidding but uh yeah i i'll be honest i do sometimes if i can uh if joel or whoever's calling go it's <laughs> faster it's faster to look at him and watch when his mouth moves than hear it so if you're not cheating you're not trying it's not even cheating but i think that's the way to be the number one on the set goes is you have to have out the corner of your eye whoever's calling it and then you bang you're that's up. it it's like uh, Usain Bolt would go on the, the B of the bang. You oh, really? go on the you go on the G of the go. I go um, on yeah. No yeah. hanging about. Maybe that's that's the method that uh, Brandon Lee should adopt. Um, but uh, there we go. There we go. It's not cheating. It's just using your initiative. That's, it's using yes, your initiative. That's right. Yeah. Well said, Doris. Um, and uh, not that I'm advocating cheating in any way <laughs> at all. Uh, Ollie Blake again. Uh, how many chocolate bars have you bought for promoters? Um, <laughs> yeah, it seems to be this this cheating and bribery element going on here. I don't know what your colleagues are saying about you, but uh... <laughs> this chocolate bar, the chocolate. Okay, I'll accept responsibility for the, <laughs> um, the set goes. But the chocolate bar thing, this is just uh, another experience I've had in like wrestling. Is obviously they have the like ribbing thing and mucking around on the road, and uh, that is something that the boys liked doing to me when I first started wrestling. Obviously, um, James Mason kindly booked me on the show and uh, we were going back. I was pretty chuffed. I'd had my first match. We were in the car 
and uh, Scott Jones and Ollie Blake, Brandon Lee, they all turned around to me and went, you did buy him that chocolate bar, didn't you? And I was obviously <laughs> like, what? Like, had no idea. And uh, they they kept on it and convinced me that I'd, you know, I'd disgrace myself because I hadn't bought the promoter a chocolate bar. So I went out the next day because I had show, I think it was the next day. And uh, yeah, I bought, I bought like three chocolate bars and like I sincerely apologized to James and uh, they were taking the mick as a complete facade. <laughs> There's no need, but it was funny as you know, it's good. We have fun as well. Like, there we go. There we go. And uh, in fact, uh, my next uh, question involves Scott Jones and, and Brandon Lee, because I think that they were your maybe your, your first and your second ever opponent. We, we spoke about your debut show at Superstars yeah. of Wrestling back last September. And I think it was Scott Jones who was your opponent. We couldn't see his face. You were uh, uh, helped yeah. me out by uh, telling me who was there. Um, but uh, Scott Jones and Brandon Lee, and I know you go way back with these two. And uh, I think Brandon Lee, you've probably had more matches with Brandon Lee than anybody else but uh, uh, take us back to kind of them early days them early matches and how you think you got on um, as, as a pro wrestler and obviously you've, you've come on a long way you've developed but uh, um, how were you in them first couple of matches? Yeah I don't think there's anything more nerve-wracking than first couple of matches especially yeah. obviously I'd only had a couple of months of training so you know you're green as grass um, but Brandon Lee and Scott Jones did a phenomenal job of leading me through those first couple of matches and uh, Brandon Lee in particular, you know, he's he's only been training now for a couple of years. And uh, to be able to lead me, he was green as grass through through the matches when he, to be fair to him, and been training that long himself. I think it just shows how good a worker he's becoming. Um, and everyone who comes down, they're all they're all well impressed with Brandon Lee, as am I. And I know you were saying before about do you guys compete at ASW South? And we definitely do. And I think with Brandon Lee more than anybody. Um, and I think it's brilliant that we can really push off each other. And I'm glad there's that competition because otherwise you think you're better than you are. So Absolutely. And uh, I'm going to put Brandon Lee over because when I had Joel on the show, um, hyping up uh, the, the, the Salisbury show on this coming Saturday, he said that Brandon, he believed, was the best technical wrestler um, amongst the trainees. And, uh, you know, everybody talked about Ripper Reed, everybody talked about Nathan Angel, but uh, Brandon Lee deserves to be in that same sentence for sure. Uh, so that's Joel kind of putting uh, one of his students over. I'm going to bring up some pictures here just of your kind of your journey within the first uh, first year or so. The first 10 months, can you believe it? And, uh, you know, rumble wrestling there yourself. Some great photos here, by the way. Um, obviously, KM Lane, uh, who's going to be one of my guests next month. And uh, there, there's Brandon Lee himself. Uh, and I think that's once again back to your first match. And uh, Brandon Lee again. Uh, sorry, starts. Brandon. <laughs> but, but I mean, you've worked for a ton of really cool promotions, and I've got a bit of a list here, and you're welcome to add to it. But uh, obviously, All Star Wrestling, Rumble Wrestling, Kapow, WrestleForce, Southwest Wrestling, CSF, who's another local promotion to me. And I'm guessing a few more that I haven't mentioned. A pretty solid group of promotions there that have allowed you to branch out in a short space of time. But uh, that, that, that's pretty kind of, uh, you know, good, good stuff there. Some, some good names to be associated with there. Yeah, we did um, the Mega Slam, Evolution. I'm sure there's loads I'm forgetting. But, yeah, we've been, been, been able to do a great variety of shows already, uh, different, different promotions. Um, I think it's really good. Uh, as again, yeah, the thing at the school, like obviously we haven't really had school shows before, but that's the thing is that the guys, most of the guys who wrestle, they work on loads of different shows. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And some people that we haven't mentioned yet, but, uh, you know, some people that you've been up against, Kean Kelly, the Fox, of course. Uh, yes, okay. and Reese, we have mentioned James Mason. I mean, what an opportunity to get to wrestle a British legend like James Mason. Niwa, who made a bit of a cameo earlier, Joel, uh, and many others. So, I mean, let, let's speak about Kean Kelly, because uh, he was an opponent of yours probably earlier on this year. Uh, yeah, yeah. Another on. experienced pro, uh, highly regarded, very well-established uh, pro on the scene. Um, another great learning experience for you, I'm guessing. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, big, big dude. And, uh, yeah, he was one of my first matches. Um, great. Great. I'd love to wrestle Kean Kelly again. Actually, yeah. I'm booked in a tag team match at, uh, I think it's Forever Rivals. And it's me and me and Joel versus Kean and Niwa. So that should be wow. that should be quite exciting. Quite excited for that. And it will be an opportunity for you to kind of demonstrate to Kean how you've come on yes. since you first fought yeah. him and, and how you yeah. developed and progressed as a, as a performer yourself. Yes, 100%. <clears throat> it will be. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was nice <clears throat> to be at the the names of people I've got to wrestle as well, but there's it's it's been awesome. The, uh, the talent I've got to go up against was up against, um, yeah, Lee Hunter. I got to wrestle in a triple threat, which was an awesome experience. Uh, Mickey that was Long. with uh, Dale Johnson, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, with Dale Johnson. Um, yeah, there's been loads, and obviously the big one, the biggest of them all, Bullet this Saturday. There we go. There we go. And uh, I've got to ask you, 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 I think your character naturally comes across as this uh, larger than life, uh, white meat, white meat, baby face, kind of big smile, beautiful hair, great physique, popular with the fans. But I've seen you once or twice, certainly your clips on your Instagram as a heel as well, kind of giving it to the giving it to the audience. Do you have a preference as to whether you play a baby face or a heel? Give us kind of you, the pros and cons to both. Uh, I'd say, obviously, I've had much more practice as a as a blue eye or a baby of course. face. So I think I'm better as a blue eye or a baby face. Um, but it's nice to be able to do both eventually. I know, I know, it's good to like have one as your main one, but it is cool also to to dabble and just understand both sides. So um, sometimes, yeah, it's fun to let the dark side out. It's, it's always good to have a <laughs> yeah. bit of back and forth with with the fans, show them what's up. Absolutely. Now, I want to talk about something that you're very, very passionate about um, and something that's been going way before your wrestling career started, and that's that's your TikTok. <laughs> now, um, now, well, we, we will give out your TikTok handle a little bit later on, but uh, I think above and beyond anything you do on Instagram, your TikTok is certainly your favourite form of social media. Uh, 22.3 thousand followers, so to, maybe 22,500 followers on your on your TikTok. I checked it earlier. Um, some great videos there. A, a couple kind of top in a couple of million as well. Um, several, uh, a few hundred thousands, but uh, a very successful kind of TikToker, if I can call you that. Um, and obviously, a lot of it revolves around uh, your workouts and various skits that you do in the gym and uh, relating to your physique and your bodybuilding. But tell us a bit about your TikTok. What inspired you to start with straight away, first off? And it's just grown to this kind of phenomenon, isn't it? Yeah. Um, to be honest, like, it was. I'm. I haven't done as much recently because I'm just trying to figure out like what the best way is to uh, show these people like my wrestling and what I want to show them now because it literally is all my like fitness stuff and I was doing the bodybuilding and really into it. But yeah, that was just uh, another avenue I was pursuing, um, and uh, which is really fun. I think it was good skill to learn how to make noise and uh, 
get attention on the internet. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Absolutely. I'm just going to go through the comments again because we've had a ton of people get in touch. Now, here's a fun one. Uh, we got to Wrestling History with Alex watching us live via YouTube. Hey, Nathan, fun question. From these five famous UK wrestlers, select one to face one on one Seamus, Drew McIntyre, Gunther, Ilya Dragunov, or Butch, otherwise known as Pete Dunne. Uh, so I don't know if you've got a favorite there in terms of, you know, uh, from a fan perspective or from a performer's perspective, who would you like to face one-on-one? Mm, I think, I think Seamus, I think, is, you know, he's had such a long career. He's becoming a bit of a vet, I guess. So I think you'd learn, I think I'd learn the most from Seamus. He's a true legend. So it'd be a great to step in the ring with him. But I'd say I'm probably a bigger fan of Drew McIntyre. He's just such a beast. And uh, I think it's always <laughs> amazing how he's, you know, he uh, he didn't quite get it the first time round in the WWE, but he he went away and created something incredible, and uh, has come back, and now he's now he's just smashing out the park. So uh, either of those two would be my top pick. Great answer, and uh, we got to. Richie watching us live via Facebook. John has to be the special ref on Saturday. No, I'm, I'm keeping distance. I'm going to be backstage doing the interviews. I'm not there refing. That's not going to happen, Richie. Don't start something that, that doesn't that doesn't need to be. Uh, let's see. We're moving on swiftly. Moving on swiftly. Uh, this is from, uh, I've checked it on Facebook. This is from Adam Mansfield. Now, he asks, um, any veterans uh that that uh let's see any veterans that you haven't worked already that you'd like to work so we've mentioned obviously joel keon james um any any other kind of top experienced pros out there that you'd might like to get into the ring with uh there's so many um i'd definitely like to wrestle lee hunter in a one-on-one you could just even in the Good little bit to do with him in that triple threat you, when you can just tell how incredible someone is you're like damn uh charlie sterling who brandon lee is going to be going up oh. against he's got to be up there as one of the best the best pros um i know ripper reed's got to have a match with johnny kidd before he went off to japan uh i think that'd just be insane just be a complete lesson in uh you know wrestling old school wrestling so absolutely uh, absolutely now, I'm trying to find out who actually sent this. Once again, if you're watching this via Facebook, go to streamyard.com forward slash Facebook. But this was quite a fun question. Uh, how many photos do you take at the gym per visit? So I've told you that your Instagram is a place to go for gym selfies, for sure. Uh, you do have an average number of selfies or a quota. Uh, but uh, to answer that person's question, uh, how many selfies do you take or photos do you take per gym visit? <laughs> uh, it depends. It depends. Uh, if I've got a bit of time on my hands, then that's that's an important part of the session. Yeah, we'll go down and um, uh, find some mirrors, man, and just, just tear it up. Absolutely. Tag, I wanted to tag uh, All Star South in the photos, just to see if I can <laughs> get on, get featured. Very Absolutely, nice. and uh, we got a friend of the show, Richie, who uh, he sent through a couple of questions now. I think we alluded to it earlier, but um, have you? What have you learned from the seminars that you've had at All Star Wrestling South from the likes of Jody Fleisch, who was there uh, this past Saturday, I believe, uh, Johnny Storm, James Mason, and so many more, say legends of the business that have provided uh, coaching, training, and seminars at All Star Wrestling South. Uh, what, what are some of the big takeaway moments, or, or some of the seminars that you've enjoyed the most? Maybe. I think um, 
Yeah, there's been some amazing ones. We've had Doug Williams down. Uh, James Mason, I think, has come down twice. Um, and I think uh, Steve Gray is coming down soon. That's going to be nuts. But, yeah, you learn different things from all of them. And I think I put on my Instagram the other day that um, anything Joel can't teach you, obviously he can teach you so much, but anything he can't or doesn't specialize in, he'll bring someone in who does. Um, so, yeah, the great Jody Fleisch we had the other day, and I learned some, like – some new athletic stuff that hopefully I can add to my arsenal because he's obviously, you know, one of the best, best high flyers of all time. And um, I think James Mason, James Mason, obviously he's got such a, uh, such a brilliant wrestling mind. And um, I think, I think he's got to be the ultimate seminar. Just, just teaches you how to work <clears throat> real wrestling and the pacing and stuff, making sense and slowing down or speed, you know, I'd yeah. say, I'd say, uh, uh, yeah, that's what I take away from that. It's just, it's just insane. And the Q and A's, we get to listen to, listen to what people are looking for in the wrestling world nowadays. Yeah, yeah. and obviously you're a year into the business. You've been uh, performing on shows for ten months, but do, do you have a vision for where you want Nathan Angel to be in the next year, two years, five years? Do, do you know what sort of character, what sort of performer you want to be in the future? I know that you can't foresee the future, but uh, do you have a vision for kind of where you want to go as a performer? Uh, pretty much. Like I think, I think all of us, uh, or most of us, you know, like the ultimate goal is to hit the WWE and I think you know it's an outrageous thing to say but I think as quick as I can uh, and as, with as much force as I can I'm going to try and get there however That's many true. years whether or not yeah. I have to go away and do something else in the meantime um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah just in the next couple of years just hopefully um, keep getting on more shows keep getting better keep learning and uh, try and make some noise yeah. And what about Japan? Obviously, Ripper Reed is over there at the moment, uh, one of Joel's trainees, and he'll come back uh, a different beast altogether, won't he? Yeah. But uh, if, if Japan came calling, if you got the opportunity to go over there, similar to Ripper, for a few months, maybe up to a year, would you take it? Yeah. That, yeah. No, I think it could be brilliant unless um, unless I'm, you know, locked into anything in the UK. I think Japan yeah. is, it's just must be insane. You know, it's, it's really exciting to see what Ripper Reed's going to bring back because I think it's going to be big stuff and just learning from different people is just incredible. So definitely go out to Japan. Absolutely. And uh, let's have a quick look if there's any more. Uh, oh, good question. Uh, Megan's been in touch again, watching us via YouTube this time. Thank you, Megan. Uh, hey, Nathan Angel, uh, who would you like uh, to tag with in a match? Um, besides Megan, um, who would you like to tag with? To be honest, I can't lie, because um, I've been wrestling, I've wrestled Brandon Lee so much recently. Uh, you kind of get to know each other's stuff and uh, have fun with each other's stuff. And I actually, I really want to tag with him now. And I think it might just happen. Uh, I think WrestleForce is is a place where it could could potentially happen because <laughs> um, uh, Brandon Lee, he's a bad guy and I, I'm sort of letting out my dark side at WrestleForce. So hopefully, hopefully that becomes reality. Uh, I think it'd be really fun. 
Absolutely. Uh, but uh, I think you do enjoy the dark side. I think you do. Yeah, I think you relish it. Uh, brings out a little bit more uh, personality in, in that side. But uh, we all like the dark side. But uh, let me just remind my listeners of uh, who my guests are going to be for the remainder of this month. I've only got one more um, and August, of course. And uh, uh, I do have now let me just bring up his picture. Mr. Lee Bamba. Uh, now, we interviewed this interview a couple of weeks ago and episode one is already out on my Patreon, but part one of my interview with Lee Bamba will be dropping this coming Friday across all audio platforms and, of course, YouTube. And then, uh, just a reminder that we do have in the month of August KM Lane coming onto the show, Tony Sin, Flynn Burden, Francesca the Ring Announcer, and of course, announced earlier on, if I can get my slides together here, the brand new. Rev Pro, undisputed British heavyweight champion, Michael Oku, will be coming onto the show Wednesday, the 16th of August. And we'll be talking about this match here, um, him going up against Trent Seven. And uh, let me just get rid of Megan's comment there. I'm not sure if I can at the moment. So, uh, Megan, you've got another few seconds there of your comment being up. But uh, Michael Oku will be a special guest just to top off uh, my fantastic stacked month uh, on Wrestling with Jonathan. So please, if you haven't done so already, um, hit like to this video, hit subscribe to the YouTube channel, and you'll be able to sample all of those live and exclusive on Wrestling with Jonas, like we have done with uh, our good friend and guest here, Nathan Angel. But uh, Nathan, as we draw to a close of this um, episode of Wrestling with Jonas, um, where can we reach out to you on social media? Now, we alluded to it earlier. Uh, you're a bit of a you know a phenomenon on TikTok uh, with some really, really cool videos. So I urge everybody to go and check them out. Uh, yeah. But there is going to be a little ticker running along the bottom of the screen with your social handles and where we can reach out, say hi and learn more about you. But uh, I'm going to hand it over to you, my friend. Uh, yeah, so my uh, I think my TikTok is NathanAngel20. And uh, my Instagram's NathanAngel19. I do have Facebook, but I don't really use it. So uh, they're my main ones you can catch me on. And then obviously now matches are starting to pop up on YouTube. So have a little look around there if you want to see me. Have you got your own channel on YouTube yet or just uh, through the various Not promotions? Really. Not really, but uh, I'll start doing some stuff. Okay. And uh, dare I ask, any plans on, on merch? Obviously, you're very popular with the fans yes. when you're playing yeah, a baby I'll face. But uh, definitely... plans on merch? I should have some like eight by tens or something. Um, uh, I get some stuff ready for Salisbury, and uh, I will definitely figure out some merch because I think that'll be really fun. There we go. And uh, I'm going to bring up one more question and uh, answer this however you will. But uh, Johnny Baller watching us via YouTube. Hi, Johnners. Uh, like your podcast, but where did Nathan get his wrestling name from? So uh, I know your real name is Nathan, but uh, give us a bit more of an insight. Uh, so yeah, I guess like, like my dad met my mum, and then they liked each other. And, so your uh, real name is Nathan Angel? No, no, it's not. Ah. <laughs> I thought it sounded cool. I just wanted to be cool. I just wanted to you, cool. You, you, I, I was sucked in there for a second. I was a believer, but uh, it's not sounded cool. It certainly does. It certainly does. It certainly does. And uh, Megan, one more time. Final word to Megan. Uh, as soon as you release some merch, Megan will be getting a Nathan Angel top for sure. Megan. But uh, there we go. 
Nathan Angel, it's been awesome having you on as a guest on this week's episode of Wrestling with Jonas. Uh, officially my last live interview of the month of July. Then I'm taking a couple of weeks off, but don't fear because we will have uh, part one and part two of my Lee Bamber Legends Masterclass episodes going up uh, in concurrent weeks. So this could be Friday and then the following Friday uh, before my August lineup starts. And of course, August lineup is absolutely stacked, including uh, Michael Oku, who confirmed today that he will be my guest on Wednesday the 16th. Uh, but uh, Nathan Angel, been great having you on the show. If you've got uh, any final words from Nathan Angel uh, to my listeners, my viewers, your fans, your followers, your friends and family out there, um, any final words, especially after the phenomenal 12 months you've had in the wrestling business? I uh, definitely need to say thank you to everyone um, at ASW South and associated with ASW South. Um, I mean, Joel, uh, James, like Niwa, Bullet. Even will it? Um, all the all the trainees, just everyone there. Uh, I'm really proud to wear the merch and the jackets and stuff because I'm really proud to be a part of that squad. I think everyone in all the classes um, it's just got something great about them, and they show up and they give it their all. And uh, they're a great load of people in and outside the ring. And also, get ready. This Saturday's a big one. I've got to pull it out of the bag. But I've been pulling it out of the bag all year and there's no reason I can't do it one more time. And uh, yeah, it's all on the line against Big Bullet this Saturday. So stay tuned. There we go. Well, best of luck in your match, your main event match against the one-man armory Bullet uh, Saturday the 29th from the Studio Theatre in Salisbury. But uh, Nathan Angel, I look forward to seeing you there and thank you for being an awesome guest, my friend. Thank you for having me. See you You're very welcome.